0: hello everybody and welcome to bacon oh. is my podcast and today we have our first guest with our table
1: yeah oh yeah we have the new table uh sir isaac Newdesk has joined us yep
0: mm-hmm. and so, uh so yeah we anyway. have miss luna gray recording hello. artist yes.
2: hello. who hello. is hello. also
0: charting independent charting artist
1: Yes, independent charting artist like,
0: for real? Hip hop
1: artist, pop artist. Like, girls doing everything mm-hmm. right now.
0: Uh, content. Yeah. It's all about content the content. Content queen right mm-hmm.
1: here. So, uh, Miss Miss Luna, we 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 definitely tried to class up the place for you. Yes. Very so thank nice. you. looks thank fantastic. Big it, <laughs>
2: make it. Make it is my podcast. Big it again.
1: Thank you for joining us. How are you doing tonight?
2: I'm doing great. Um, as I was just mentioning, uh, I, I've been catching up on lots of sleep in the last uh, 12 hours. <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> incredibly sleep deprived. Probably will, will be in for the rest of my life, so... Every moment I can get, I just – I take advantage.
1: I got you. How, what, what are your thoughts on napping? Are you Are you able to nap or are you not? I, in...
2: I don't got it in me. I mean it, the only time I nap is when I, I just pass out from exhaustion.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I'm like, with you.
2: That's pretty much what I would call a nap. It's just like my body just completely shutting down. I, I never voluntarily take a nap. Let's put it like that.
0: See, I, I I love I love naps. I love like weekend naps. If 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 my wife and I can get the kids to like shut up for a little while, just throw them in front of the TV. Nice Saturday nap. See, that's that's it, what it it's, is. It's, I, think, I think I love
2: the idea of naps. It's a great idea. I just I can just never I can never shut my mind off. So it's like, I just I, no naps naps I'm are out same. the
1: window. I'm the same. Mm-hmm. I'm with that's you. That's what this is for. I could never do it either. I could. That's never. That's what this uh, is for. I could never do it. Yes. There you go. I could this never do worse. it either. Now speaking of that, now you have a you have a cannabis company. Did yes. I get that right? Okay. Yes. I like yep. I, I had the hardest I'm I caught up on a couple interviews with you where mm-hmm. you like slyly mentioned it, but I never caught the name of the company. Like you're you're are you under radar on purpose or like I don't want to blow up a spot for you right now. I need, no, no, like, no. It's, no, it's no, legal, no, and you're doing really well. Um, so it's like,
2: come we, on. You know, we actually just—I'm sorry. We, my my apologies. Um, my apologies for that. We actually just uh, got licensed out in Cali, so okay. that we're actually transitioning to Cali. We do have uh, some things going in uh, Chicago as well, but we're expanding globally to multiple countries, cities. I mean, it, it's we're, we're going everywhere. Um, but I, uh, you know, the, the biggest thing right now is transitioning and expanding into cali and then soon new york as well um i don't talk about it too specifically because it's one of the things that you know i've been building it for so long and i really wanted the work to speak for itself i didn't want to have to tell people like i'm in cannabis and they're like oh yeah well we'll we'll believe it when you see it or whatever i i just figure you know it's such a we have such a big company built we're going to we're gonna shift the culture so much, and we're we're connected to so many humongous brands and and companies in cannabis that we're we're truly gonna gonna shift a lot of um the industry. And I want that to speak for me. So you know, I, I do throw out I do talk about it occasionally. I do a lot of cannabis uh, heavy uh, things, but I don't speak about that because it's gonna speak for itself, especially in the next six to nine months.
1: That's amazing. That's so
2: good
0: for, good for you. So, what is it called?
2: Uh, well, we we have we have m- many different uh, sectors of it. We have Apothecary, three one two, which is Chicago established. We have Mino, which is money is no object, which is a very bougie baller brand of cannabis mm-hmm. that you know everything is very just off the wall. Just no money is no object. That's the whole point of the brand. So that's for all the ballers and the very uh, high, you know. Level shoppers, I guess it's
1: a fantastic market to get yourself into. Yeah,
2: Yeah. you know, and and it works. It's a it's a great you know cross brand with with the the music as well, obviously. So Uh, yeah, you you know, music music is why I do everything I do. But cannabis was also a passion of mine, and obviously, you know, it's just now becoming a very much more acceptable thing than it was. But it was always a passion of mine, and I always saw, you know, the future like like many people in the industry, we we saw the future, we saw how this was going to play out and. I was lucky enough to get in at the right point, where I was able to get my feet in the sand and start working towards it. So that now, when it is legalizing almost everywhere, and and it keeps with you know, it's it's becoming a a normal everyday thing, I'm already where I'm at, you know, in the in the process. So I'm very lucky uh, and blessed to have got in when I did.
0: You can you can go to market like right away Amazing. I know new york's been New York's been threatening it for years and right. years and yeah. years yeah. And, uh, someday <laughs> maybe yeah. one day someday
1: i uh I need to uh after we get off this podcast before when we sign off stay on for a second and um I need to maybe at least give you a contact uh my my brother actually uh works for a company in l a called clade nine and there okay. um and that's that's what they do he's in cannabis and he's a organic chemist and he's designing and growing and um, so he's like a, got, okay that's yeah
2: awesome. so he's
1: he's working out of la and he's working out of um vegas as well and they're kind of all over the place and they're growing like exponentially so does, does he like specialize
2: with genetics or anything along those lines yes. or yep. see that that's that's a very valuable role in yeah it all. Mm-hmm. absolutely it, he's it, been able to he's been it.
1: able to do a lot with it which has been amazing so I'll that look. is amazing after we're done here, I'll, <laughs> okay,
2: cool, cool. I'll talk
1: to you a little bit more about that. Because that's that's awesome. I like I like hooking good people up with good people and, and especially yeah. entrepreneurs and uh, and people with hustle. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you as someone that uh, is quoted is quoted as saying, all I want to do is smoke weed and rap. <laughs>
2: ask my mom oh my gosh that that was i don't remember what interview or where where you found found that but i know i've said that in my life at least at least twice so right right i'm just kidding probably every every, every, day every day um (laughs) yeah no that's actually hilarious because i remember you know i I feel like i remember saying that when you know maybe like eight years ago you know i mean and i remember being like all i want to do is smoke weed and rap and it was like well, you're just a complete, you know, load of crap for both of those at the time. It was like, well, well, God, am I disappointed. You know, it was like, but what do you mean, mom? It's smoking weed and rapping. It was like, this, this is terrible. What have I done? I knew I should have not had children. No, I'm this playing. I, I was the black sheep. I was the black sheep. But, you know, that, they're, they're at least accepting at this point at, at the best. So
1: that's so funny. Like, so your mom, how's your mom about it all now?
2: Um, well, she can't say anything about it, you know? Well, right. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because back in the day, it was like, you're smoking pot. It's going to ruin your life. Why are you cooking pancakes? Why, why are you cooking pancakes at, at 4am, uh, chip pancakes at 4am? You must be high. You're, you're, you're a complete mess up, you know? And here we are, uh, five, 6 7 years later and now every time I see my parents they're like you got any pot? I can get off you. <laughs> I mean every time not just mom but also dad they both it's it's a hilarious um it's a hilarious situation with that
1: That's amazing. Every, time, every the, time we uh... smoke
2: we every time I see them we get high together now. It's like look at how the life works.
1: Do you remember the first time that you got high with your parents?
2: I do. It was on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Oh, before, a we, ate, before we ate,
1: before you ate, oh. smart move. Ate, good go- good, uh, call. Right.
2: It, right. It was probably about uh, three years ago. Thanksgiving of like, I don't know, whatever, like 2018 or 2019. That was, that was our first time we smoked together and it was very uncomfortable. And I was extremely paranoid the whole trip because I'm just like, this can't be right. Like, <laughs> cause I was so used to like, every time I was high and being around my parents, it being like a complete secret, I'm hiding it. I mean, I was good. I'm good at just being nonchalant, but I remember just every time I would be high, it would just be like avoid them at all costs. Just like don't let them, you know, don't don't offend, <laughs> right. don't don't right. offend them, you know. Don't no offend, eye
1: contact, no eye contact. No eye,
2: no eye contact. <laughs> Do I have eye seen? Do I have spray? Okay, cool. You know, and then now it's and then I'm just sitting there, and my mom's just tweaking her ass off, and my dad's just falling asleep, and I'm just like. <laughs> I have nothing to hide now. Like, it, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Go, go it's so funny because, them. like,
0: because uh, I'm not uh, like I I don't I I haven't like partaken a lot or anything like that. But the first time I was high with my parents was at an Aerosmith concert, and Ooh. we got such a contact a high. It was it was wow. funny because like it was maybe two hours later, and we we're all standing in the kitchen. Uh, so we live we live right by very close to the uh jones beach amphitheater which is an awesome theater in long island uh and it's on a beach and yeah, it's right an on the outdoor beach, right on the water big uh, outdoor it's, it's just great so we, we're sitting around in my kitchen and and my mom's just like man i'm really hungry <laughs> we should get some like we should get something good like taco bell or something right now something good and, like taco, and i was like yeah. wow like I'm, taco
2: bell. Taco I'm, I'm,
0: I'm legit high with my parents yeah like this
1: is crazy yeah. i remember uh first time i got high with my dad was when i was uh i think it was 19 and we were in the car and he told me to get something in the glove box and i opened the glove box and he had a little hitter in there and he was like you're old enough and i'm like oh okay and he was like did you you didn't know me and mom smoked and in my mind i'm like you remember that time all your weed disappeared <laughs> i sold it
2: <laughs> like i said oh my god and,
1: and even like, crazier. yeah i did because i knew he couldn't ask me cuz if he asked me he had to admit he had it right. right i was i put that together i was like yeah and and he was like did you take anything out of my closet and i'm like what are you talking about what right. would i take him? you know but so we, we smoked in the car and the first time I got high with my mom, I don't think it was weed. I think it was mushrooms actually.
2: That is so next level. I'm like, and
1: yeah, God my, Christ. my band was on tour and we, um, we went through Indiana. And so whenever we go on tour, we do like when we do Chicago, um, Ohio, you know, yeah, Ohio, Illinois, that loop, right. Mm-hmm. Indiana. Um, we go to do that. And so we stay with my parents the whole time that we're there and we just kind of pop out from each place. And my mom loves it. She loves having us there. She's always been kind of band mom. Uh, and my brother brought a bunch of mushrooms and we just all just like ate them all immediately. And I just remember my, like standing in my kitchen and my mom was next to me and she was like, are you feeling anything? And I was like, I got to get away from you.
0: (laughs) 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 And you know what? Like it was. It Willie Willie is amazing his mom is amazing yeah they're, they're, they're amazing um, that's people. great but yeah I can imagine her being a little too intense for like okay fantastic. I'm I'm messed up right now I, I need to may, have, ask,
2: uh, may I ask how much how many how many mushrooms you consumed how much you consumed? do you know
0: I don't know my brother grew them that year
2: okay and
1: so he had a big Tupperware full and we just kept taking handfuls. So oh I consumed many throughout the entire night. It was a good it was a good two-day excursion at that oh, at wow. that time. We were in a safe place. We had a fire pit. We were good. We had a grill, a fire pit. We we cooked ribs for about 24 hours and never <laughs> ate them. Oh my. It was great. We spent hours looking at leaves. It was great.
2: <laughs> That's awesome.
1: But so that that whole uh, what you're talking about, like smoking with your parents that first time, that's why I asked, because I was like, that first time is always that weird little head trip because you're like, man, I've hid this from you for so long. Right. And you've told me that this was wrong for so long.
2: Literally that it's wrong. Right.
1: We're both full of shit here. So at least we're on an even level. At least
2: least it's out (laughs) in the open. It's out in the open. Let's move forward from here, you know. So
1: that's good. Cool. And they can't say anything to you now. Cause I mean, five years, that's a short time to be pretty successful with it. That's awesome, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I you mean, and, and, and for them, I mean, I mean, they're just, you know, their parents they are from a different era of that. And so they looked at, they looked at it just, you know, I remember I bartended for a while and I remember before I started bartending, I was like, you guys, I want to get my bartender's license, you know? And they were and like, my mom was kind of like, ah. But I guess I guess my dad was just like, no, don't let her get that shit. It's a bunch of, you know, like, right, right. And then I like, you know, through bartending met my, you know, associates in cannabis. Mm-hmm. So it all worked out. It all worked out. Bartending is
1: is excellent networking. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've it I've been doing been. it for a number of years myself. So I'm, yeah. I'm right there with Parallel lives, girl.
2: Yeah. Parallel lives. It, it really is. It really is.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. So. I also understand that um your your name Luna Grey you got your name or maybe not got it from your mom I mean you got every name that you got from your mom right. but <laughs> you adopted that name from your mom Yeah um is that like the but but her name's not Luna
2: Right that's actually my mom's nickname my mom's nickname is Luna so you know that that was her nickname and she just always like would have moons hanging around the house and like, you know, her email addresses would be like Luna. And like, it would just be, so I always was just seeing Luna, Luna, Luna. And then I was seeing these moons and I've always been a a night person to like another level. Like I, I'm not a morning person. I'll make it work, but I, I really truly despise it. So um, until I'm off and the, the birds are chirping and I'm like, wow, look at me. I'm so productive. You know, it's like, but you, you don't
1: have to say that. You don't have to say that. Like mornings suck. I get they, you.
2: They suck. It, once <laughs> your, once I had my coffee, right. Mm, at least it, it's over with. The worst is over, but it's, still it's it's bearable. It, yeah, I, I figure it out some some way or the other. So but nights like i I stay up really late every night as well, so I'm just a night person. so Luna just fits me. It's me. I mean,
1: that's I, that's awesome. That's hey, it. Was that was that like a conscious thing when you first um, like when you first decided to start doing music and you first decided to get into hip hop, was that a conscious thing? Like, I'm going to I'm going to change my name. I'm going to do this. I have this plan. I have this idea because you you seem like a person that like looking at your videos, looking at the things that you do, everything looks it's, very calculated. Yeah. Right? I'm definitely
2: like, a very calculated individual okay so so. i mean that in the best of ways of course no i i do Um, no 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 that's
0: that's the way to go that's that that's the way to do things because if you don't have a plan that's that's what a a lot of musicians don't realize Mm -hmm. yeah is that all these bands that you idolize or artists that you idolize everything they've done to achieve success has been a calculated like move right Mm -hmm. it's it's not you know and now, you know, you're an independent artist. We're independent artists. Um, Now we have to know those moves for ourselves. So,
2: right,
1: yeah, yeah. there has to be hustle. There has to be a plan. There has to be, you got to chart it out. If you're going to yeah. get anywhere, you got to know where you're going. So, so that I'm assuming that was like pretty early on for you when you kind of decided you wanted to do it. How, what was your kind of like way of getting in and, and how did that come about?
2: Yeah, that's, that's actually a great question. Um, Well, I'll, I'll first start off by, so with the name, Um, I actually had another name before Luna Gray.
1: Will you and share it or
2: no? Yeah, I, I will share it. it. It actually was given to me. This was not my, I did not come up with it. And it was specifically for when I used to, when I started off, I only rapped at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I, you know, I started becoming more melodic and, you know, as I progressed and that's now more so what I do. But when I first came in, it was really just raps because I came from poetry and started rapping and started spitting, and that was where I was. So the name was Baby Flame, and I also had bright red hair, fire truck red, bright red hair. So it really fit me a lot at the times. Baby Flame is really cute as a rap girl, but (laughs) but as a sophisticated artist such as myself. I needed to expand from there. But so I also yeah. was I also was modeling and acting and I'm like I'm thinking about like I do a runway show. What what am I going to say? All right, baby flame coming down the like, it's just uh, you know like right. I just I needed something that was just more, you know, covered the the full spectrum of, you know, of the industry and entertainment and what I do. So, Luna Gray
1: like around um I don't want to ask how old you were at the time because that's like a, you know, it's a shit question. Um, (laughs) Do you feel like you were very young at the time when you decided that? Because that's a that's a pretty uh, advanced thing to think about to go like, well, this name has a shelf life or this name puts me in a box. And a lot of times when you're first coming in, man, anything that you get is like, let's just do it, you know. But to think that far ahead, like, were you do you feel like you were young to be thinking that far ahead uh, you're very young now to be doing everything that you're doing anyway. Yeah. So it seems like you, you kind of like had that plotted out for yourself.
2: Um, yeah. I, you know, I did And I feel, I feel like, you know, as far as my, my journey in music and, and, and the things I do, I, it was almost like I, I, I already saw it, you know, like, I used to have visions about who I was going to be in my life and what I was going to create for my future. And I always saw this vision of Luna gray, but I mean, even before Luna Gray, even before when it was me just rapping, I always saw this vision of me being someone that could inspire people to another level. And because of my story and because of my past and things I've experienced, I felt like, you know, I, and I, I do have a story that not a lot of people have gone through. So I felt like I could be a beacon of hope for people. So at first it was cute and it was fun, but then it became more serious and me wanting and knowing that my story is, needs to be taken seriously. And I just, you know, I'm, I, I, I'm a, I'm a professional minded person. And so, you know, I just naturally, yeah, I I just knew that I needed something that could last, could be timeless, but could still fit. You know, that's, that's how that came about. You know, it was bigger yeah. than just, it was everything, you know, in, in, in mind, you know, it just made sense.
1: That's, awesome. that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Did you, so you talk about your story and everything. Some of the, some of the things I always, uh, look for and, and find interesting in artists is like when you were kind of starting out, did you, um, did you find that it was easier or harder for you to get that support system and and to start getting the support of other people? Or did you find that there were roadblocks? I mean, you're in hip hop and you're a blonde and you're a model and you're, you know, you're a white girl, and you're I'm you a know like I'm
2: box blonde, but it doesn't make it much better. Doesn't make
1: it doesn't <laughs> yeah, make it, yeah it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, what I'm saying you know like I I have like um, my girlfriend is in a uh, is in a punk rock band, and they tour all over the country, and they work their ass off and everything. And the one thing that they always get is, man, you guys are really good for girls. And it's like, man, how go to hell, you know, like yeah, yeah. for a girl, nice. like you're just good. You're good for for good for the style of music for anything that you do um what what was your experience kind of uh coming into like the hip-hop game with Mm -hmm. that we're unfamiliar with that world um so what's that what was that like for you and how did you either kind of like ride that wave or did overcome certain things what did you find
2: yeah you know when i first started making music and started rapping you know that's a very real thing that I go through and that's around me and that those judgments and those, you know, that, that viewpoint exists. And that's, that's a thing it's relevant. But mm-hmm. you know, when I was right, started doing music, I, I, this was not something I was looking at because I knew that all I, I had to tell my story the way that I knew how, and you know, I, I don't think that there's I didn't really. It just didn't matter what people thought because it truly was like a, a coping mechanism for me and a survival mechanism. It was very medicinal. It got me through the darkest, deepest times in my life. I mean, it it just at that when it's that deep, when it's really a like life and death for me, getting through my days, all that goes out the window, you know. And and I and I I, I was I was aware of uh, of some of the the the, you know, the way that people would feel about it, but it just you know. and and it would be there but it never really affected me or you know slowed me down because i I know who i am and i know why i do what i do so um but at the end of the day i I honestly i am actually incredibly um thankful for the amount of support that i do get um because i think that real recognizes real and i think people know when something is authentic and i think that's why i'm in the place that i'm at because my story is real. My journey is real. Um, my, 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 the talent's real. I mean, I put in the work, I mean, and, and I respect, you know, the culture and I respect where, where I'm, where I'm, where I stand in it. So I do face that people do always say it, but at the end of the day, people are going to, it doesn't matter what I'm doing. I could just be a Disney channel star and they're going to, right they're, yeah they're it. gonna it find something they're gonna say yeah. it anyway they're gonna try and find something <laughs> I have about to be you me. i have to be me It's. It, i could be i could be anybody in this industry and i'm still gonna face these same problems so i'm gonna do it the only way i know how i'm not gonna have, i'm not gonna change up just to deal with the same things in a different platform that's not even me i mean it's gonna happen regardless so i can't i mean obviously there's levels to you know things but we're also in a different time. And you talked about the woman thing. And that's also very relevant. I'm also very lucky to be, you know, reaching this point with my career at a time when it is so um, respected to be a woman uh, rapper yeah, in a female. Yeah, this
1: yeah is, it's different.
2: It's it's so different. And, I, and a lot of people, you know, it is what it is. They, they took a lot of that heat, you know, early on. And that's why I respect so many female artists that came before me. But it's like, I'm I'm blessed to be in a time when that people are looking at that different now. So I'm I'm thankful. I'm, I I feel like everything you know happens for a reason and I feel like, you know, it's just it's just more validation that my story is supposed to be told. So So like
0: so like you you're telling your story, okay? Mm-hmm. So like how how does the writing pro- cuz we're 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 from a, a modality where we're like, okay, I'm just going to grab a guitar and go right,
1: right. I, so uh, how how, how I do keenly you
0: understand the
1: idea of um writing something that that I, I i say it all the time i tell people all the time when they ask about writing i'm like well writing keeps me from jumping off a bridge right
2: amen
1: <laughs> you know what i mean yeah and so i that's that's just the same all around whatever style you're in whatever thing you're in but yeah, yeah but
0: but saying. yeah so so for me i, I it, it's only been you know the past like few years that I've really gotten into a little bit of like the electronic stuff and, and and whatnot. But for me, it always starts at a guitar and it starts with a, with a melody in my head too. But mm-hmm. for you, do, do you do a lot of your own, like your, instru- your own instrumentals? I've worked with a lot of, uh you know, hip hop artists and stuff in the past where, where we just kind of like we throw something at them and then they're like, okay, well, I'm cool to express whatever I feel mm-hmm. right, right now. And it, it doesn't matter what the feel is. They just, they just pick up on it. But how, how do you go about with that journey and, yeah, your and process. that process? Yeah.
2: I, I I love, I love, I love this question. Um, you know, I, the thing about it, it's like I'm an artist, so I can create under a lot of different circumstances and I pretty much, I mean, over, over the course of me creating music, I've created music in pretty much every form. I mean, I've co-produced. I've, I used to, I actually did produce for a little bit. The only reason I stepped away from that is because I just felt like that world was so, I loved it so much. that It kind of, it kind of made me feel like I, I, I had to take a step back. Otherwise I was going to get too deep in the rabbit hole of producing. That's really how right. yeah. much I enjoyed it. And I wanted to stay focused with uh, more of the artistry and songwriting from evoke the lyric perspective but um but you know for me mainly it comes from um usually hearing sounds um and just thinking about the way the the emotions and the part the pieces of my story that I can express with that sound you know whatever you know instrumental or beat I'm hearing um you know I always can I I, you know for me it's about venting and connecting to a part of my past opposed to fantasizing or dreaming about something that could be it's more about you know connecting with the place I've already been so yeah, a lot of it, real yeah and I feel like I, I went through so many such a roller coaster of emotions throughout the process or through, throughout you know my life that it was just like I I can connect to almost to most of the emotions that I feel or that I hear to a different time of my life so I like to you know kind of place my story you know like that I, I like to connect it through different beats and whatnot but also too there's also times when i'll just have no nothing playing and i'm just going off of, you know melodies in my head and certain lines in my head and i'm like man that's a great idea for a hook and then i'll think like okay i need to find a a, a beat that i can put this hook on that's gonna fit and feel and i can i can build off of and you know so there's so many ways that it happens um but I, I really enjoy uh, co-producing as well because then I'm still able to be involved in the instruments that are being used. I can still be involved in you know that aspect of it, but I don't have to really worry about the technical aspect of it as much. So I do enjoy co-producing as well when I really want to make sure it's you know 100.
0: Do you work with a lot of the same uh, the same people in terms of like okay this is th- these are the people I trust with the the beats that. I feel can bring out the best in me. Is is, is that kind of how you work things?
2: Yeah, I definitely have my go-to people. Um, That's with most things, but I I also am a big cross collaborator and that, that really is a big reason that, that that's been such a big part of me growing as an artist was collaborating with different people in different places. So that's never something that I, that I cut out of the picture, but I do have and like to have you know the team and around me that I do have so I do have a team of people I work with consistently my go-to people but like I said if I go to go to a new city and meet a great producer of course let's work you know what I mean it's just it's just a great thing to uh, keep expanding like that
1: now as someone that that has done co-producing and has done producing and things like that when it comes to your own music are you do you want to have as many hands into the entire beginning to end of the entire process or are you kind of like let me be the artist and let someone else produce or let someone else engineer and then I'll jump in at the end how do right. you how do you kind of do that do you separate yourself from that what's your method there
2: yeah definitely preferred for me it's like I, I want to tell my story the way that I want to tell it tell it um that's the absolute uh preferable way of doing it so that would be me you know finding the right beat telling my story writing it recording it and pretty much calling every shot. You know what I mean? And, right. And, a lot, and, and most, I mean, a lot of my, like most of my songs are that. Most of my songs are that. Okay. I'm actually going to be um, releasing some new music soon. And those songs are songs that hands off, like it was just my project and my, you know, my, my, my babies, like just, just my soul being put into to these from start to finish um but i'm also you know it's the kind of thing too where i do have a team of people that i respect who are also talented and know what they're doing too so i'm never too close-minded personally this is my process to to ever close my ears to someone's opinion or idea because i feel like no one knows it all in anything they do and that includes music Mm -hmm. but it just depends on you know for me it's like i want to tell my story and i want to tell it the best way most plaudible way i can so if something's not palatable and someone, you know, points that out and I, I recognize it, well then yeah, you know, I would love to let's find something better. So
1: So what part of your like um okay, so so you're telling your story continuously, right? Through through all of your songs, through your videos too. You're a very visual, um yeah. very visual person. Your videos, yeah. I, I gotta say, like the the production, production value on your videos insane. and the quality of your videos is insane.
2: Thank you so much.
1: I like I I started. I was going through all of them, and I'm watching them. And I'm like, God damn! Like who? Like, are you? Um. So before I get to the other question, the 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 videos alone, like, uh, are you conceptualizing the whole video as well? Like, is that is that all you? Like you you seem to very well know your like. And I don't, I don't mean when I say brand, I don't mean brand in a bad way at all. Yeah. Like oh, you seem was... to know your brand. Yeah. And... That's what a lot of people don't
0: realize is that like. Yeah. You say branding, brand sometimes. Branding like, is. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, that's, that's, branding. That's beautiful. No, that's, that's what you have to do. Hey, yeah. man. You, like
1: we write to not jump off a bridge. We put it out there for other people and it's a brand. Like that's what we, it is. That's we
0: brand it to monetize that's part it. Of it. Like let's
1: be honest. Yeah. We I I notice, um, you know, your – your man, your videos are so – I was about to say your videos are so visual, which is the dumbest
2: sentence <laughs> that I think
0: I've ever almost it's, said. It's all that ranch soda you drank before. Right, yeah.
1: But, um, like, I'll just go for the video for scars, right? Yeah. Uh, just the concept of that whole video with you in the straitjacket and you breaking out of it and you underwater and you – like, the whole yeah. video is you fighting – uh, at least from my perspective, it's you fighting to get out of yeah. whatever it is that's holding you down. And yeah. and the lyrics are right with that, with like yeah. these made me, this made me, but I'm still out and I'm still right. passing it. I'm still getting out. Right. So, um, so I guess like my question is with all your videos, do you see that like as a conception from the beginning? Are you like, this is the story I'm telling and this is the part of my story I'm telling. And here's how that works. And then, to turn that around your newest single big boy mm-hmm. which came out in january which is out mm-hmm. now uh is a very different video right right compared mm-hmm. to it's, the other it's things it's totally yeah. a different side <laughs> to-
2: totally different side yeah
1: right so it's like it's a complete other side which is which is super cool because you start seeing all these things that you're trying to find one thing in and mm-hmm. then it's like you you go and you pull a left turn and you do something else and it's like oh man now it's now it's all visual and it's all this and i'm and i'm and i'm getting a different message out of it how much of that is like from the beginning you know what you want and how much of that is like as you're going through the process you're figuring it out
2: um i think i think when it comes to visuals most of that for me is figuring it out there are concepts of things that you know i i i know even now that i know i want to do so sometimes it'll be like i know i want to do this concept where am I going to be applying that? What song? So mm-hmm. sometimes it happens like that. And I have these things kind of built up, like this, you know, this, I just have like files of ideas I wanted, I want to utilize. So sometimes it happens like that. And I'm kind of just pulling out my aces of spades as I need to, need to play it, you know. But, right. but, but other times too, I mean, it's, I mean, for Scars specifically, I didn't even like think about the concept. It was just like, I just knew, you know, it was like mm-hmm. when I wrote that song, it was a very personal, um, that was a very personal thing that, that I was talking about, even though I didn't get too specific. So for me, it was like, I knew that I wanted to tap into that, you know, kind of crazy element with the straight jacket. And so instantly it was like, I want to be in this, I want to be in a psych ward. I want to be losing my mind in the psych ward, trying to get free, feeling trapped. I knew I needed to, uh, represent that um with that song so the straight jacket thing was just like just the songs recorded listening to it straight jacket it's like okay that's what i should do right, um right. Yeah. and then i knew i wanted to do something with underwater because i just thought that would be so visually captivating and then it's like you're underwater just like even more just like you can't you can't breathe you're suffocating still you're, su- you're suffocating <laughs> yeah. you're, well, you're just you're just completely like it's a whole nother
1: constraint you
2: it's know no you're, constraint. you're free
1: with your yeah. arms but now you're not free with but your not, breath you know right
2: like, so that was that, so that, so that was, you know, that really represented me and the suffering that I went through in the periods of my life that I did. So I, you know, that that's one thing that I will say about my team too, that we always like kind of go like, like we have to give ourselves like, you know, a pat on the back for certain things because when it comes to visuals, we're so good at just putting together these amazing productions, like, like in a day, you know, it's like, we'll be like, okay, like, this is... Song, I want to do this song. Okay. I think we should do something like this. That would be dope. Okay, yeah, let's do it. And then we just start putting the pieces together. And we're, we're just really good at just... I don't know. It, it, it's, it's natural. It's just... It, it's... Usually, it's, I don't... You guys feed I mean, off each other. I mean, yeah. But it's mainly just, you know... and But the videographer usually... Even with big boys, it was just like... I just was like... The reason that I, I wanted to be a baby in that video, mm-hmm. okay, is because... I was, you know, creating an analogy between, you know, the song Big Boys. I play with the big boys. cashing and like Bitcoin, A, eh? But, like, I play with the big boys. That, to me, was almost like it reminded me of being a little kid. And, like, you're getting the kids meal, but then the, the, the kids over there are getting the mighty kids meal. And you're like, those are the big boys. Those are the cool kids. They know what's really going on. So, it just kind of, like you know, looking at the big boys as if like they're the, I want to be with the big boys. It's kind of like a being, like you know, glorified or something. But then it became about me in my journey in cannabis. How I came in is just this little, you know, just this little seed being planted. And then, and then now I'm just like this whole fucking, you know, grow <laughs> house. No, it's, right. like, it's, it's, like, yeah. it's like, so that was like the analogy in my mind, like being a baby and like having this and just being an infant. And then becoming like flourishing into this, you know, other entity, this, 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 this complete, you know, stage four entity of, you know, who I am in cannabis, but it also just relates to a lot of things. I mean, even with, with my music and, and just breaking through those expectations of what someone like me could or would do with her, with her career.
1: I like, um, I noticed also, uh, big boy was the first song I listened to. Of yours right mm-hmm. so it like it gave me that's number one on spotify that's, yeah it, it gave that's, me it, gave it me helps impression a lot that's, and i was yeah. like and i was like okay and i saw i listened to the song and then i watched the video and i was like and i thought that i had an idea of what okay so i have an idea of what i'm in for and i have an idea of who i'm talking to and i have an idea of her and then i started watching some of the other videos and i was like oh i had no idea what i was in for and i had yeah. no idea who i was. Um, because not only were the videos so different, but even your performance in them was so different. And I, and I thought I, I'm I'm glad you brought up the thing about being a baby in the video because your vocal take in that song, you you did a very childlike yeah way of singing yeah. Um, I, I I teach vocals also, so it's like I mm-hmm. I listen I it's unfortunate I can never listen to a song like a normal human ever again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but
1: when I try do, working when with I them. do hear it, like <laughs> I'm, I'm analyzing singers all the time without even trying to, but I'm hearing what you're doing. And then I'm hearing you do, you know, like in Scars was another one that that one just stood out to me a lot. Like it, yeah. it, that one that the video hit me in a certain way and the song hit me in a certain way. And I really liked a lot of I, I liked everything about it. Like it really mm-hmm. kind of hit me. And I I went back and watched that one a number of times because I was like, I liked the. um I like the aesthetic of it a lot.
0: Yeah. Uh, the visuals were very visual.
2: Very well, visual. And they, and they the went visuals. so well.
1: The, the visuals were very visual. <laughs> right? And the lyrics were also very lyrical. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. Right? The words were wordy. <laughs> and uh, and I believe the intent was also intentional. Good. There you go. I can do this all day. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I know you can. No, but I, I, I really did like those two videos specifically. I watched everything, but those two videos specifically were such um, a difference in performance, in mm-hmm. mood, in in visual aspect, in uh, and I like that when an artist can do that. Um, I love when people can kind of wear different hats, right? Yeah. And they can decide, like, okay, for this song, I want to. Wear this hat. I want to be this. I want to do this. Right. And um and they both still were very like even talking to you now, they're both very you. Mm-hmm. Right. Um from from my uh my intense knowledge of you in 45, 50 minutes.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: they're both extremely you. I know you.
2: It's um, <laughs> about as me as it could be.
1: <laughs> right. But uh, you know, it's not like you hear them both and you go, oh, the that's not the same artist,
2: mm-hmm. you know,
1: or, yeah. or I liked her early stuff before she sold out, you know, like, and it's not like <laughs> that. It's like, it's the same person. And it's right. the same thing. It's the same thing. But you took on that character with your voice mm-hmm. and you, you took on and then you brought that into the video and then, right. and then there were stuff in scars where even your voice, there was a little bit of like uh franticness yeah. that started to kind of happen. And that Definitely. was kind of going into the performance. Um, and and so it really fit visually, and that's why I was asking how long you kind of look ahead visually because right. it's like those things happen to fit so perfectly, it, <laughs> or it's like you knew ahead of time what you were going for.
2: See, um, and, and th- that's its own form of genius. You know, it's like it's I do do that. Um, I I I my my form of genius with it is like having it and then still without even having planned that, still figuring out how to make it something deeper even after without even having to prepare. It's like it's Mm -hmm. because I, you know, I I can think like that lyrically and prepare the words for that, or I can think visually and prepare the visuals to fit around the words. It can go both ways. Right. You know what I mean? so either way that it happens, it's, you know, it always works out. It always works out great.
1: Well, it leads me to another uh, quote of your, or at least that seems to be attributed to you that I found. That I liked. That was uh, be a character, but have character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, and I like that. I like that because it's like, yeah, put yourself out there in whatever way you feel like putting yourself out there. Mm-hmm. But no matter how that way is. You be real about it Always. Yeah, and you do it all the way and you that's, do it a hundred.
2: That's, that's like the definition of like my brand. It's like, and in my head, like that's like a, that's like a, that's one way to summarize uh, a big chunk of what I, what I, how I feel like my brand is, you know, it's about, mm-hmm. cause I'm very eccentric and I, and I, and I like to be very out the box and off the wall and I don't, you know, I think, I think that's just, you know, based on, not having the support in my career, not having people necessarily, you know, believing in me. Not that they didn't believe in me, but they just didn't support it, whether they believed or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, you know, I think that 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 attributes a lot to why I am so eccentric because I didn't have the support walking in the door, so I really had nobody that was, you know, I was trying to. I didn't have anybody. I had, a, you know, I felt. I felt like. I was trying to maintain a certain image for, you know, I was already walking in a free bird. So everything I did, I was just like, well, whatever, I'm just going to do it to the exactly the way I want it to be. And it's going to be extra, but you're either going to get it or you're not. And, you know, you know, thank God that people are, you know, like me in the world and that, you know, understand how it is to just want to live and be free.
1: Was there ever a point um, where you, where you did feel like you were trying to fit a mold and what was, what was the thing, if there was, what was the thing that changed that made you go, no, I'm going to be the mold.
2: Um, I I think, yeah. I mean, not really like fitting the mold, but trying to maybe understand what this mold was and where it came from. I think, because, you know, for me, it was kind of like, I mean, people, I knew they had an expectation of me, but I just, you know, for me it was like, okay, well, I'm, I'm, I don't need to be in a mold. I'm just going to be me. And it doesn't really fit in the mold. So for me, it was like, I, I I think people expected that of me. And so there was a time when it felt like I was, I was realizing and seeing, you know, how people, you know, thought of the, of the way the artist that I am. And I would be like, man, this is, there's are some people that really just they want it to be a certain way and they they think that everything has to be. Um, they always want to put a name on it. They always want to put put, a, you mm-hmm. know, a, a label on it labels and yeah. they want to understand it. And sometimes it's like I. I don't really I'm not doing everything I do to be understood. Sometimes it's about leaving it open for their interpretation. And, you know, as as as, as the listener or the viewer, um But yeah, so as far as, you know, feeling like I had to, so, so there was the recognition uh, phase where I was realizing what people were expecting of me or might be expecting of me that made me kind of like double back, like, okay, I want to make sure that, you know, I'm respecting, um, my, my 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 myself but also giving something pe- that people are still going to understand to a level where they can relate to it you know you don't want to just be so off the wall that people are just like completely thrown off by you so right. it was like pulling back and kind of like okay how do I everything is going to be relevant at some point so I, I, I want to make sure everything I'm doing is going to really um, always connect to me you know it's always going to make sense for my brand so I, that was a, a phase where I, I did some pulling back in that way Um, just just getting the branding right, just straightening it up and just realizing like, okay, well, that's not really the the way the way I want to go with it, but this is why I do it. So I need to go this way. You know, there's lots of forks in the road. So I think that it really came down to just taking you know taking those certain routes. You know, it was never like being in a certain mold. It was just me realizing what mold works for me, but also, you know, by breaking free of it as needed, you know, it's like that's how I look at it.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. How much that. of how much of success do you think is um, for whatever success that you have, plus whatever success that you want? As far as what you've learned so far, how much of success do you feel is um, having a plan and following mm-hmm. it? And how much of it is being able to abandon your plan and roll with it?
2: Um, honestly, at the end of the day, it's all about being adaptable. I mean, I, 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 it's all all of life is about being adaptable because we don't know what the hell is going to happen today, tomorrow, even yesterday. Sometimes it's like we don't know what's going on. So it's, so I mean, obviously, like for it's like for me, it's like I there's certain goals and things that I do want to accomplish. Of course, there's places, there's things I I I do want to do with my life and make sure that I check some things off. But at the end of the day, it is an open door of opportunity and. I'm never going to limit myself, and I don't know what's going to present itself that could take me in a whole different direction that might be even more beautiful than anything I could have imagined. I mean, I, I feel like a lot of my life has been like that. I would think of something like as being like, oh, my God. Like, even with my career now, there are certain certain things I wanted to do that I thought like, oh, once that happens, oh, that's it. i made it. It's great. It's all wonderful. <laughs> I've made it. And then, like, passing the, some of those checkpoints and being like, You know, I think I'm just in it for the ride at this point because we just, you know, it's it's just, it's just, um, I I, I don't know where it's going to take me, but I just know it's going to, I'm going to keep going up.
1: I think that's so important because so many people that are in our industry of entertainment, of music, um, they have this idea and that's why of, I ask questions they, like that. Yeah, because I know they have this idea of what listening, success, that are is. hearing it. Mm-hmm. They have this idea of what success is, and they have this idea of you know, like a set of goal and then tunnel vision to that goal. And mm-hmm. there's something to that. There really is. Mm-hmm. But the ability, and just like you said, the ability to pivot and the mm-hmm. ability to be open to a new thing,
0: especially yeah. nowadays.
1: Yeah, yeah we. Look at just what happened in the last year. We well, didn't know. You so know? Yeah. so we went we went from shows every week and touring and and ready to put out things to who knows when you can play a show again. How are you going to do it?
2: Yeah, let's make
1: a podcast. You know? Yeah, right. like,
0: yeah. And- so so that that was another thing that we we were wondering. Like before this, our lives our live shows a thing for you because that 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 was how we yeah. made.
1: How we made that's fans. how we made that's our fans made money made yeah. Yeah. our money
0: is you know the music the music was kind of the advertisement for those right yeah, we're
1: touring
2: now it's now it's the complete sales, opposite <laughs> <gasps> yeah i mean yeah no shows i mean i was performing all the time before um everything hit the fan but yeah no it, it, it's been a big shift big readjustment because i mean like you said a big part of everything is performing i mean that's a big part of the income, the fans. I mean, that—that's it, it's the expansion, getting your face out there. Um, I guess, I guess for me, you know, that whole that whole thing it really allowed me to look at some of the back end stuff that was going on and and find different ways on um, the back end to be improving my brand. So I'm actually grateful for uh, this time to kind of perfect other things, but um, definitely different not being able to be out there and show my face in the same way. But luckily, there are so many different ways that we've been able to pivot. You know, so yeah. Um, I, 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 feel like I've been just as busy, you know, um, yeah. to be honest, M- maybe even busier. I don't know if that's just a coincidence. I,
0: right. Am I, I am definitely I, feel I that think, too.
2: I think I, it was just going to happen anyways this year. And then I, I made it work. It's kind of right. how I look at it. Like, I think, right. it was, oh, I think, I think it was supposed to be near this point regardless. And I think it was just like, I you know, it's crazy as well. How many people that I, you know, in the arts that. I saw like two amazing things since this time and so many people like fell away from it. And it's just like, it's just crazy. You know, how much everything has been affected. Well, it,
0: it speaks a lot to the adaptability of people because yeah. that, especially with music, there's, there are people who think that you promote live shows and live shows and live shows, and then you create a record and, mm-hmm. and then that's your, that's your crescendo. That is right. the crescendo. And, right. And, and, and then it's now, now right. it's like, I create music because I love it. And that is the advertisement mm-hmm. for the other stuff. I do. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had this, I had this conversation That's with my band recently
1: true. where I, we're like, we're, we're releasing a single coming up and it's like, okay, what are we doing to release the single? What are we promoting? What, you know, are we promoting mm-hmm. a single? Are we promoting a video? Are we promoting? Well, we're, we're promoting engagement. We're trying right. to promote, right. okay, here's a song. Hopefully, this song will entice you to follow a channel and buy a t shirt and, and you right. know, like blah 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 blah. Whereas music used to be like here's a song, everything leads to the song, and now the right. song is like your advertisement for your brand, brand for your yeah. personal right. connection. It's a feeder. Um yeah. So how would you describe like I know for for a lot of people in the arts like their fans, um, their fans kind of dictate so much because you're always pleasing your fans and you're always trying to connect with your fans and your and, and the people that follow you and the people that that um that love what you do, like you can't replace that. That's the most important thing that you have. That's the mm-hmm. most that's uh I don't like to use the word commodity, but it's like that's if we're talking in business terms, they're like the commodity that you have. They're your thing. They're your audience. Right. So um, like your audience, how have you found um, how have you been finding a way to still reach them during this time and to reach them in the same way? Or how have you pivoted to kind of reach them in a different way?
2: Yeah. You know, I that I've actually been having a lot of fun with that. Um you know, I I started I I got my, I got my YouTube channel uh, started and started doing um videos uh about. And what's
1: cannabis. your YouTube channel?
2: Um. Well, I think you just have to search Luna Gray, <laughs> and it will pop up. I think that's and We'll
0: put links. We'll put yeah, links. Put links. That's, that's yeah, great. send us links.
2: So I'll cover uh, things in cannabis as well as have you know things with my music on on my YouTube channel. So that's been a great way for me to be able to uh, keep engaged and you know my my followers up to date my fans up to date um but also uh, i like to do comedy stuff i like to do uh things that are funny as well i did skits for quite a while and you know it was kind of just busy work but it was really just fun and i I saw some
1: of your
0: tiktok stuff which was yeah yeah yeah. that's that's, (laughs) a lot of that's that's one of the things that i was just kind of like that like you know uh, i i saw some of the comedy stuff and i was like Mm -hmm. Wow, she's really fun. she's yeah. hilarious.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I get that And then right. I was like, oh
0: wow, she does music too. That that's pretty cool. I, I think yeah. we should probably like right. check that out.
2: Yeah, I mean the TikTok stuff, like especially that that's really a lot of busy work. Um, mm-hmm. but that's you know that that's you know that's also um why it's been nice to to be um in cannabis as well because you know my thing is kind of like cannabis music and. I'm kind of funny, you know, so it's like it's like also like you, you want people to know you on a personal level. So I've just been finding new ways for them to get to know me beyond the emotion I'm putting out in the song or beyond the way I look in a picture, you know, or even on a video. They get they get they get to see like my personality more just on a day to day. Right. So that's why well, that's, the comedy stuff is so nice. Yeah,
0: yeah. that's something that, that we've been talking about a lot. Yeah, it's, it's just like people are investing in people.
2: Yeah, exactly, uh, and, exactly. And the more
0: the more you get people to know you, the the more they invest in you,
1: right? Well, and I I I know just uh, on a personal level that that when when everything got shut down and the pandemic hit, I felt um, a responsibility in some yeah, ways to for sure to people that have supported me as an artist and and our music and things like that yeah. uh, to find a way to reach them find right. a way to talk to them, find a way to create something. And you've been doing a lot of that, which is which is yeah. super cool. A lot of artists kind of get stuck in that mindset of like, this is my one thing and this is what I am. And mm-hmm. I really think that like an artist in today's age is not just one thing. It's you know, really like not. you said, you've got comedy, you've got music, you've got, you know, you've got producing, you've got cannabis, you've got, you're kind of like this all over threat. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And conglomerate, um, if you will. Yeah. And yeah. I and I think that's important. That's a super important thing. And also letting people know who you are and what the hell you're about and right. know you genuinely is so important as well. You know, like um the days of like a an artist that is completely in the shadows and you don't know anything about him, that was cool. I, yeah. I, I liked it. I thought that was awesome. I liked not knowing anything and just you're creating this idea in your head of who this person is. right? Um, but I just, I kind of think that that era is gone yeah, and I don't think it's sure. possible to do that anymore. Um, I,
2: I, I know what you're saying. I definitely know what you're saying. Um, I feel like, I, I feel like at first when I first was doing music, I feel like I was kind of, I was very mysterious. I wasn't, um, I you know I was really, when I, when I, when I was really starting, I, I was, I was going through, I was still in a lot of that pain and that trauma so it was a lot mm-hmm. more of like a secret i was so guarded you know what i mean i was so guarded um so it was it was a lot uh different to to, to do that but um yeah so i mean i i don't know i guess i guess um I lose my train of thought here but <laughs>
0: <It's all right. laughs> oh i do it all the time that's yeah, <laughs> cool we're yeah. drinking the whole show so.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I think, it, yeah, well, that combined with uh, some really, really strong cannabis over here here is uh, yes. did the job great for me.
0: <laughs> well, okay, so a way to get back on track is to support some of our sponsors.
1: Oh, yeah, it's our sponsor time, so. It's our sponsor time.
2: Okay. So
0: uh, uh,
1: we are sponsored by a company called Poddex, yes. right? Okay. And Poddex, what they are is they have these, as you see in front of us, mm-hmm. about the size of a deck of cards, and what is on all of them are questions, interview questions, interview topics, um, would you rathers, uh, Ooh, all the kinds of stuff. And um, they have this whole series of them and they uh, they sell them for podcasters. And it's really great for people that are just kind of getting into doing this that maybe have a hard time figuring out what to talk about have a hard time when they have someone that they're going to interview if they don't really know questions to ask um it it helps you it's like a helping hand when when you don't have verbal diarrhea like we do like we do yes (laughs) indeed um if you've ever if you've ever played the game cards against humanity it's very similar similar. to that Uh, i i've said on the podcast a number of times like i got a couple of decks over christmas time when i was at home and i just did them like with my family while we were getting high because getting high and drinking because that's what we do on the holidays We do but uh, but we just did that and it's super fun because it also helps you kind of get to know people and it's kind of anytime you can ask somebody something that you didn't they don't feel like you came up with it's also yeah. like a guard down moment and they right. just they just that's answer. that's
2: true you know what
1: I mean? That's because it's not it's not like what's your angle? It's like, oh, you read it off a card. Right,
2: right, right, <laughs> right. There, there's no agenda. They're just they're just right, like, right. cards. Like exactly,
1: right. exactly. So, so with like that, to ask you a question from one of our
2: pod decks. I would love to, I would love to. So okay. so we
0: have the interview deck, the interview deck part dicks, which actually has some good stuff it, on it. It's got some pretty good stuff. Uh we have the would you rather deck or the what the heck deck.
2: Oh, that one that like? one that one kind of freaks me out i'm a little nervous about that one <laughs> your um, pick oh let, let me go with number two
1: all right okay. so that would be
2: the interview deck number
0: so what we're yeah. gonna do here is we're gonna pretend that jimmy is gonna shuffle them
1: but what i'm really going to do because i can't shuffle even though i lived and worked in vegas is <laughs> so i'm going to hand it over to mike he's going
0: to hand it over to me and he's going to do I it near the
1: mic shuffle. so it's like an asmr thing
0: nice, <laughs> so nice. yeah i do him near the deck uh so one thing that you need to know is that you can go to poddecks.com and enter the promo code bacon yeah best promo code ever best <laughs> promo code ever uh yeah
1: get 10 percent, 10 percent off your order and if you order a bunch of pod decks, I think they do some deals every now and then. And then you can also add bacon to it. But they also
0: they have some pretty good swag there, too.
1: Yeah. Besides cool the decks. They actually and they'll email awesome. you like like the the dudes at pod decks are actually pretty awesome. They'll they'll email you back. They talk to you. They have a great podcast. They also have uh, great socials. So check them out everywhere.
0: All right. So what we're going to do here is we're going to fan out the deck.
2: OK,
1: I'm going to put my He's gonna you're going to tell me where to where where to stop my finger. All right. You tell me when to stop. Stop. Stopping right here.
2: Oh, all right.
1: So <laughs> it's a two-parter. Okay. You, you want to read it or you want me to do it? I'll, 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 I got gotcha. you. It's a good one.
0: Oh, <laughs> it's a good one. This <laughs> is a good one. All right. So Lunar Gray, what's the worst pickup line you've ever heard? And, and then there's a follow-up. And the follow-up. Okay. What's the worst pickup line you've ever dished out?
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, this is so bad for the worst one towards me.
1: I love it. Already. It's, it's,
2: it's bad. It's bad. It's not it's not terrible, but it's just it's hilarious, okay? Um damn, you got a stripper body. <laughs> and I I and he no really thought he was gonna get my number after that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that
1: is I mean, Something.
2: In a way, it, it, it was like, it was like, but I wasn't mad at it. You know, I wasn't. Well, right. Was
1: it's, like, not a, it's not an,
2: it's not an insult. That's it's not
1: nice an insult. Way, like you you, not le- you I were mean, trying
2: to be less crude than you probably would have been. So right
1: now, <laughs> as a, like, I got to be honest though. There's a lot of different stripper bodies. I
0: You're mean, not talking about the lunch crowd.
1: Are yeah, you? There's, there's the, there's different... the, there's the Monday morning crowd, Right. right? <laughs> That's that's a shift of its own, right? And then there's the Friday night shift, and those that's are two true. very different stripper yeah. bodies.
2: He he, probably, he, right? He covered he covered the bases, so yeah. He yeah. said,
1: "You know what? You got one. All right, cool. All one. right, so then, you're, so then, what did you dish out? Here. Yeah, what was the worst one you've ever used?
2: Um, man, this is this is this even count because honestly, well, I gotta be real with you. I really don't make the move
1: so i'm sure i'm sure
2: I, I really don't i really and honestly it's not even because i'm like egotistical or like feel like i don't need to it's actually just because i'm just really focused on work like it's like i'm not even like thinking about it yeah. half the time um, that's just the truth
1: talking to it's you for sad. over an hour i totally get that
2: yeah, <laughs> I, <laughs>
0: yeah it's a like, uh, very sad. focused person because my wife asked the same thing she's like oh yeah, well do what do you do like do you look at it and i'm like i just have so much shit going on no. going like on like here. if you knew what was going on up here like no. all right so instead right. of what's the
1: best one you've ever used
2: okay
1: what's the funniest one you've ever like heard and remembered
0: oh okay um
2: hmm.
1: i mean there's a lot of them if i could change the alphabet i would put you and i together. actually
2: you know what? I did think of one. I'm sorry. I, I might have to back back because there was one that I did kind of use once.
1: Oh, sweet. Give it to us.
2: It just, I said, I don't know if this is good or bad, but I said, damn, you look like my ex. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's but awful.
2: It's, it's terrible. Yeah, that's a rough one. That's That's a terrible, not a winner. It's terrible, but you'd be surprised because they were like, you dated a guy that looks like me? And so awesome. they actually opened the door. And you would think it'd be the opposite, but I and but but they but they took it the way that I intended it. That opened
0: the door for uh slinging bad pickup lines at you.
2: That's exactly <laughs> what happened. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's
1: perfect. I think that's great. What's your what's your favorite bad pickup line?
0: Oh man. Uh, you know what? I don't even <laughs> know. Um your legs tired, you've been running through my mind. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a bad <laughs> one. See, I just answer the phone in funny ways. That that's my pickup line. Same thing. You yeah. pick up the phone and answer. Uh, yeah, I just I will pick up the phone at at work and, and I'll know who it is and I'll go, hey, Ghostbusters, what do you want? Right. That's that's my pickup line. Mm-hmm. All right. All right.
1: I, I, I think my uh my my pickup line, I was always uh I've never been like a pickup line person i've just not done that if there's ever anybody that i ever wanted to talk to i literally would just be like hi right that's it i would just But that's what's up that's that's how you talk to me on the regular yeah that's how i talk on the regular
2: so just
1: yeah i'm
2: just like hi all right loud and in their face
1: um sometimes sometimes no yes actually you know what yes loud in their face it always works because it always gets a reaction, right? And that's what it re- that's what you really want is a reaction. The reaction. I right. never care. I never cared about the yes or no, but if mm-hmm. I got a reaction, that was always my favorite.
2: Uh huh. It, it worked out well. It worked exactly. out well. Then. Exactly.
1: Here. It's it's never about you. It's about me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, we're pausing. He's gonna pee.
2: All right. Cool. Cool. So. Awesome. How you doing? you doing is, good. Yeah, this is fun. This is fun. It's great.
1: Good. Thanks for sticking with us for so long. I mean, we we normally keep it to an hour. We're about an hour fifteen now. We can we can stop and get off at any time you want. Okay. If we go long, we can we'll just make it two episodes. We've done that with a few people too. I okay. don't want to take up too much of your time. You know what I mean? Like okay, time, time's valuable, girl. I know.
2: Yeah, I mean shit. At this point, I'm at the. I took. I was napping all day. I'm drinking wine. I'm smoking a blunt. I would say I'm kind of chilling. Um, nice. It's a, it's a great. It was a great day for this. It was a great day for this podcast because I, you know, it was funny because I was supposed to be at, having a shoot earlier and I didn't even end up happening, so I caught up on sleep. Oh, nice. So I am very. A shoot
1: for something of yours or doing for, acting?
2: Yeah, for something of mine. Cool. Yeah.
1: Nice. Are you doing? Um. So you said you're releasing some new music. Mm-hmm. When? Like around when is that? Do you have a date for that yet? Is that something you want to talk about? Yeah,
2: I I think, I think we should definitely go into that. I do have some uh, dates for that pretty much ready right now. So.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah. So he's coming back and we'll, we'll kind of pop right into that. Cool. What's that? Oh, you'll, you'll find out as we do it. Sweet. (laughs) That's what we do here. All right. So here's, here's another edit point. So, uh, seamless seamless transition because (laughs) mike did not totally have to leave to pee outside just now because but to tell you the truth we we, we did um we have on our on our patreon we have uh a a thing that we do called tasting is my passion so we taste different things Mm -hmm. uh some of them are delicious some of them are are truly awful Uh Uh, but we do that on the tasting and today we did sodas and we had a, a a pumpkin pie flavored soda Oh wow! A, a ranch dressing flavored soda. What? And a buffalo wing flavored soda.
2: Oh my god! We're, we're, yes. well, how So tell me, tell me about. So how they that were was. labeled
1: as such. So yeah, this is what they were labeled. The pumpkin pie was uh cinnamony, great. It, it tasted like the head on a any beer you get in November.
2: Oh.
1: Right. It That's it nice. tasted like that. Smells and taste. It was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I liked
0: it.
2: Yeah
1: ranch tasted like the back of a knee pad
0: <laughs> after after you Once. were running around for for like four was, or five hours it was truly
2: oh, awful
1: one of the worst
0: the one worst. of the worst experiences in my mouth that i've ever had
2: oh wow that's terrible
0: yeah well, no no really you know terrible. what was terrible burping that back up yeah that oh. was pretty because it's soda yeah oh no and then after that we had the
1: buffalo wing soda which actually tasted like a um an extra bubbly sun-kissed
0: Yeah.
2: Really.
1: Yeah. With a little bit of like a like a kick to it. Yeah, I think the spice. A little little. Like if you if you have spice by itself, it kind of does a similar thing to your tongue that a lot of carbonation does.
2: So when you drink it
1: in a soda, I think it just makes you feel like the soda's extra carbonated because it dances on your tongue that same way.
2: Oh wow! At least
1: for me, it kind of was like that. There was no heat at all. Right. So that's that's why we've uh, we've had a couple pee breaks.
2: Okay. It's awful. That's interesting. Yeah, I I don't. The the ranch one sounds terrible. That's it's true. No, no, it it,
0: it's truly terrible. We it it came in a six pack,
1: and -hmm. the other flavors in the six pack were peanut butter, peanut butter and jelly, which tasted like a (gasps) strawberry soda. Mm. Wow. Uh, Sweet corn. Okay. Which made you feel like you were having a stroke because your nose smelled the inside of a can of corn Mm. while your mouth was tasting cream soda. So your oh, brain, wow. your brain was like, something bad is happening to us right now, right? And so it, your body refused to accept it. And then there was bacon. And was bacon flavor, which was, a was, flavored which one. was like uh, dog like food. dog treats, dog food. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: I had some Taco Bell that tasted like dog food once. It, uh, it's been hard to go back since that one. Time. That was probably
1: dog food. That was probably dog food. They do that's
2: weird what, things. I think it was. I think it, it could have been. Speaking of
0: Taco Bell, I, I got a text from my wife that she was ordering Taco Bell.
2: Taco oh. Bell is either amazing or is dog food. That's Depending my on,
1: I think it depends on the time of night. It yeah. depends on how long the drive-through line is. True.
0: Oh, also. True. Oh, I don't do drive-through lines. I don't. I go in every time. You go in. I I, I get they'll, Taco Bell at hmm. two in the morning. They'll always mess up your order on the drive-through. That's true. You always go in. They. Always. You go in. You know how many. You count how many you have in your right cart there right and then you know okay when they come out i gotta go one two three and the other thing is what i hate since the pandemic is i can't take handfuls and handfuls of mild sauce Mm.
2: yeah and diablo sauce Mm -hmm.
0: diablo sauce is a game changer by the way I don't know if you're into like spicy things or not. Yeah, I, I love like, all
2: the Taco Bell so- hot sauces. Well, she uh-huh. likes the
1: jalapeno chicken. And oh, that's the, right, the jalapeno. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a uh, that's a big thing. Like, I, I love the Diablo sauce. It's 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 good. It's a multi-use kind of situation with that. Yeah. So so Luna in Chicago, you
1: know, I I know um, a lot of apartment living in Chicago and a lot of uh, delivery happening mm-hmm. in chicago a lot of chinese food happening in chicago mm-hmm. um have you ever had a place that messed up your order every single time but you still order because the food's so damn good
2: um hmm yeah i yeah i i do i, I feel like um most like a lot of times when i get, like go to like um well, that's not even true though, because they they do a pretty good job. Um, <laughs> you gotta put a.
0: She she doesn't want to put a company on blast. Yeah, you don't I, have I, to do the I, say their name. You don't have to say their name. I
2: mean, you know, for me, it's like I'm just a really picky eater, so it's like I'm I'm very specific in the foods I order. So a lot of times, like I'll i want like when I get, you know, I like to get um I don't eat red meat, but I also like I don't eat burgers or anything, but I I I get impossible meat or I'll get chicken. But I don't like, uh, surprisingly, like I don't really like lettuce or tomatoes, even though I like, even though I'm like, don't eat lots of meat, you think I would eat more vegetables. Well, that's not necessarily true. Right. Um, so that people assume that like, oh, well, she definitely wants the veggies. Well, I, I never, they always end up leaving the tomatoes or the lettuce on, but I don't really like lettuce and tomatoes on my burger, on my sandwich, on my tacos. If I want lettuce, I'll get a salad. And I like salad, but I, I like don't her. want a salad on my tacos. Wow that's that's two separate things for me. So that's interesting places have I get messed that up though. at some point.
1: I get that though because if you yeah. get street tacos, if you get street tacos oh, yeah, from, that's a different game. from a cart or from a from a truck from a taco truck, mm-hmm. right? Usually you've got your whatever your protein chicken. is chicken, whatever yep. it is. and then you've got cilantro maybe yep. in onions and onions. that's and it onion, that's yes. it maybe some cheese. Mm. So it's, it's not, not
0: even cheese, it's not the grated cheese, it's the no, uh, it's the,
1: the cochita cheese, yeah, cochita. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah they're like the crumbled, it, delicious, and it's and it's awesome,
1: I amazing. Love street tacos, it is. Yeah. So I, I get that, I don't like and I don't like tomatoes either. I'm a, I'm a non tomato, yeah, person. I don't like
2: tomatoes at all. I don't like I love tomato
1: sauce, I love me as well. I like
2: ketchup, okay, I like tomato sauce, so oh, I, I, like... See, I don't
1: like ketchup either, so yeah, really. Yeah, I'm an anti-condiment. I don't know. I just I, yeah, I, I'm I'm the
0: complete opposite. My wife and I, we we want a separate fridge for our condiments. Right? Wow, it's it's I feel ridiculous. Similar. I feel similar. It's ridiculous. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: I get it. I I get it. It's you know, it's it's I had a bad experience as a kid. I think. Yeah. You
0: know, hey, that, I, that I ate something
1: that and I was like, nah, never. You know? Right. <laughs> but yet I'm not that picky of an eater. Like to. The reason I asked that was because I just remember living um, – I used to live in Queens, mm-hmm. and, uh, and the apartment I lived in, we had a Chinese place right around the corner, and their food was so good, but they got mm-hmm. every order wrong oh, every yeah. time. Yeah, so we would you. literally call them and just go, we need three right. food.
2: Right, right. <laughs> and
1: whatever they brought <laughs> us, we ate. And we right. were like – we'd open it up and go, which one do you like best? You right. <laughs> right. <laughs> because they'd get it wrong anyway. so. Yeah. Um, right. and I, and I've, I've ordered food in Chicago and I've had similar, <laughs> similar That'll happen. Yeah,
2: it definitely happens. I mean, yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. So I'm going to bring it back around to music now because sure. you have new things that are going to be coming out. So I'd like you to talk a little bit, if you can, about what you have coming out. You, um, again, you've said over and over again that, this your your journey and your story is in your music. So, what part of your story is in your new music? What are we looking forward to? What do we got coming? And when do we have it coming? Yes.
2: So, yeah, I've been you know I've really been working on um, a lot of stuff. I have I have a I have a lot of stuff unreleased stuff right now. So, um, you know, I I do have an EP that I'll be releasing um, in June. Um, nice. And I have. Um, big boys will be the first single that will be on that EP. Um, the other five songs, it's six songs, the other five songs are un- unreleased and I will be releasing a new track within about in about, in about a month from now. Um, so that will kind of set off the, you know, the, the buildup for the EP that will be dropping in June. Okay. So from, from now until June, I'll be releasing, um, two two singles and then i'll be releasing my project in june so yeah and then I'll, i also have uh, a couple of visuals coming as well nice. so that's nice. that's really exciting so that's that's kind of like my like breakout like project where it's kind of like this is me as an artist people are going to get a really good taste and idea of how um you know of the artist of how you know they can expect uh, what what they, what could they can expect from me in the future as well? Because I it's really it's, it's, this this project is kind of like for me this is ideally this this is my ideal sound this is what I like listening to you know a lot of the songs that I've made in the past I like all my songs but they're songs that I personally enjoy listening to more than others so this EP is really like my favorite sounds and so I'm really happy to have finally created a project where I really feel like I, I am encompass- encompassing the, the artist that I am uh, so, so well from what I envisioned. So that's really exciting for me. I also have, um, like I said, a couple new visuals coming out that I'm really, really excited about. I mean, you were saying you liked, uh, you know, scars, like big boys. These two are going to be right up there in, in, you know, in that league and, and above. So awesome.
1: How would you describe the sound? Is it, um, is it kind of, is it more varied to, to kind of going along with what you've been doing, but you say this is like your, your if you could describe yeah. yourself, it's you. Is it more in the line of what Big Boys is, or is it jumping off from there? Or um, like, what do you got I, going on?
2: Yeah, I would say Big Boys is kind of like a standout track on that on that EP. Like that one is definitely its own sound. Um, You know, Big Boys, it, it reminds me of the music that I started making when i first started music just a more of a refined version of that because Mm -hmm. i i was heavy into trap and things that were more in that realm um now i found my found myself for the most part to be just more of a hip-hop but a pop crossover edm sometimes indie you know i do lots of crossover stuff Mm -hmm. as well um but this is this project has a lot of ambience to it a lot of um you know atmospheric sounds spacey sounds but also has some some eight oh eights and some bass and some tempo um nice. throughout some of these songs, even while there's ambience as well, but then there's you know, but then it builds and so it's, it's 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 definitely a blend of um ambience, but also you know, tempo within my delivery and within um some of the other instruments in in the instrument instrumentals and the beats. So
0: I'm I really love, excited I love for space.
2: people to- yeah, people are definitely going to have a lot better idea, I think, also of of me as a person from a lot of these tracks, too. I mean, I've, every song I do is very authentic to me and parts of my journey. But this this project, I think that they're going to get a better idea of just, like, how I viewed the world, maybe, opposed mm-hmm. to, like, my story. It's a little bit more about, like, my mindset with some of it as well. So just, like, more of, like, a overlook of, like, how I view society and, you know in in the world so i think it's going to be a great thing for um for me and for my fans to be able to connect with each other deeper on, in that way oh,
0: that awesome, awesome.
1: Mm-hmm. and you said the first one is coming out in june you said
2: so the first uh single will be coming out in uh, march
1: in march okay so nice oh and, when and, end do you have march, a date
2: um i'm gonna leave that uh Toward the end of march it's going to be the end of march
1: okay end of march Um, so again links
2: date confirmed soon um so that will be uh the first that'll be the second track from this ep but the you know the first track um yeah that i've dropped in you know since this year started so that will be that'll be great and i also have a visual coming um before the ep drop as well
1: Nice. Right, cool. So, so end of March. Everybody look forward to, and also all links are going to be down in the description of this mm-hmm. episode. So, if uh, if you want to follow, which you should yeah. do, yes, and you should uh, just keep track of everything that Luna Gray is doing, then then you'll know. You know, it's yeah. end of March, so you have something to look forward to. That's not yeah. far at all. Not. No. That's like super close. Especially when this airs, it'll be super close. It might be next week.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah.
0: Who knows? Cool. So Luna, where can we find all of your things?
2: So you can find all of my stuff um, on my website, thelunagrey.com. So that's t-h-e-l-u-n-a-g-r-e-y.com com. You can find links to everything there, um, and also you can keep up up to date with me on Instagram at thelunagrey, as well as Facebook at thelunagrey. Those are uh, my main platforms um for updates and stuff
0: like that so cool
1: and she keeps track uh she keeps in touch with her fans right? yes she keeps track of what's going on she's got mm-hmm. uh, she's got an active tiktok as well mm-hmm. and yep. uh and 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 the tweets yeah so
0: the
2: twitter all over place. machine goes all, over the, all over the place
0: yeah um I'm t- I'm, we're still trying to figure out the twitter
1: yeah we're we're working yeah. on it but uh we're getting we're- there one of the things that uh, I've I've definitely learned from speaking to you today is um, to keep that focus, to keep that focus, Absolutely. and uh, and and have that destination in sight, and and you know everything needs to point there. Are, are you trying to
0: say? Are you trying to say that Luna's bacon is focus?
1: I think focus <laughs> is her bacon. I also think persistence is her persistence bacon. is her I bacon. Think, I think art is her bacon. Okay, yeah. I think because um, you've
0: been you've been ending these uh these guest episodes with a yeah, I, and yeah. you are <laughs>
1: well, I I try and find like like one of the things like we have our our hashtag what's your bacon but um and bacon is my podcast and bacon is my passion but the the idea behind the whole thing is like okay in a in a funny way like bacon makes everything better it really right. does right. so what's what's the representation of your bacon in your life what's the thing that what's makes your, your life better what's your bacon what's you know music is my bacon movies are my bacon creating yeah. is my bacon and it seems for you honestly like creating mm-hmm. and art is mm-hmm. your bacon yeah. like um, it is my
2: bacon um you know? yeah those are both definitely my bacon uh, also you know for me i like i'm always focused on just growth personal growth um Growth with you know my career of course and then I I also love to learn so I think all those things are my bacon.
1: Yeah, I I agree, and uh, I will say we had a um we had a really good interview with a um a motivational speaker. His name was Mark Miro. His name is Mark Miro. He's alive. Yeah, he's still here. He's right. still alive.
0: We uh, want to have him on again. Relax, uh, yes, guy. Okay.
1: But uh, one of his quotes is something that really stuck with me Mm -hmm. and i've kind of used it and thought of it when i've talked to people since then and um and it's a it's a quote that can also be attributed to uh to the late great dusty Rhodes.
2: if -hmm. you're a professional
1: wrestling fan um the american dream Mm
2: -hmm. but
1: what he said was he said there's two kinds of people in the world there are people that you like to see walk in a door and there are people that you like to see walk out of a door
2: wow
1: and luna gray you have definitely been a person that i like seeing walk in a door well thank you so much this has been super awesome thank you for spending your time with us thank you for giving us your time i think that all of our listeners uh absolutely gained an appreciation for you for sure we'll check you out and i i hope they do so all of you that are listening if you're fans of us and you're fans of the show go check her out you owe it to yourself uh this is a hard working focused persistent artist yes thank you and uh and and you owe it to yourself
0: to to check her out and see what she's up to and support her yeah i mean absolutely come on like we're yeah. we're all independent artists and and that's what this this is about. This is about supporting the art. Yeah, we're all mm-hmm. figuring this shit out as we go. That's we all are we're doing. <laughs> such, is, such
2: such as life, you know. Such as life. life, exactly,
0: right. exactly. Um, so if you need to find Jimmy,
1: yeah, if you need to find me, I am at uh, Jimmy G's shoes. Yeah, there's pictures of my shoes. I like shoes uh, on Instagram. That is also my Twitter. My band, Craving Strange, is on Twitter and on Instagram and CravingStrange.net and uh, everywhere else everywhere else
0: just uh, google craving strange and you will
1: find us if Spotify you need to find Music, me everything like that find mr uh, uh i only
0: have one pair of shoes and i only wear one pair of shoes like for all of my life i like shoes man. yeah i know i like shoes it's i just i have one two i have two you shoes. should have two yeah i have two <laughs> shoes uh so yeah you can see me my own self mike on all the social platforms my band is something heavy and we have you know the spotify's the iTunes the and all Bacon, that stuff
1: music by Bacon is my passion, which is our uh, side project together, which gave birth to Bacon is my Do podcast. <laughs> uh, you can find it on Spotify. Check it out yeah. on Spotify. We got a couple songs up there. We got songs and movies coming up, and we're gonna be in a movie shortly. So find us, talk to us. But most importantly, we say all that shit every week, but most importantly this week, right? Luna Gray, Luna Gray, Luna Gray, the Luna Gray everywhere. Find her, mm-hmm. follow her. Watch the videos, chatter up on Twitter, quote her everything. Um, if you want to get in touch with her, that's how you do it. If you want to get in touch with us, hashtag Bacon is my pod. Thank you guys so much for watching. Luna, thank you for being here. You are awesome. Thank you so much thank you for so help. Much. Yeah, being and here tonight, my you pleasure. have been you have been our bacon. Thank you so yes, much.
2: awesome. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Well, I look forward to speaking to you guys in the future.
1: Absolutely. All All right. right. So we're out. That's That's it. We're out. Thank you so much. Thanks for having and spending the time.
2: Absolutely. Take care. Oh, wait,
1: the bumper. Oh, yeah. If you could, if you don't mind. Could you do a bumper for us? Sure. This is Luna Gray, and you've been consuming Bacon is My Podcast.
2: All right.